This week on the show, some pop culture news, a review of Teen Titans Go to the Movies, and we read fortune cookies. It's the second week of April 2021, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for listening. My name is Brian, and I'm joined as always by my two co-hosts, Linnea. Hello. And Evan. Hello. This week was busy in the world of pop culture. Who'd like to share something that they learned or discovered this week? I'll go first. Okay. So what I wanted to talk about this week was a new trailer for the upcoming Marvel show, Loki, came out. Wait, I thought he died. Exactly! He did die in the original timeline, but remember in the movie where they went back and they they were trying to put all the Tesseracts back, uh, and then Loki was there and he saw that one fall on the floor and he grabbed it and uh, and zoomed off. So this is following what happens to him immediately after that. And from this trailer, it looks like it's some kind of like space cop time thing adventure. Yeah, so this is a Loki that that even though Loki is the god of tricksters, he kind of was helpful and vaguely redeemed himself in a way in Thor Ragnarok, but this is a Loki that is before that in the timeline, so he's pretty much just a goofy trickster again. So yeah, the show follows him on his adventures across the galaxy and sees him getting apparently captured by some of these weird interdimensional space cop people. Yeah, are they, uh, do you know anything about them? Stuff that I've heard is that, like, there are actually people like that in the Marvel Comics universe. I forgot what their name is, but yeah, they're basically doing the same thing, like, trying to not make the multiverse all messed up. Okay, and and so they must be powerful enough to catch superheroes? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looks like Looks like a lot of fun. It's coming out. I do like Tom Hiddleston. He does a great job as Loki. It's coming out next month on the 11th. Oh, is it already? Nice. All right. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, I saw that trailer and I was pretty excited. Linnea, how about you? Oh, my reference? Yeah. Okay. What you got for us? Late on. Well, today is National Pet Day. National Pet Day. All right. <laughs> the day we're recording this is National Pet Day. So Pet Day began in 2006 to create public awareness for the many animals who live in shelters and don't have homes. So to celebrate Pet Day, you're encouraged to either adopt a pet from a shelter, or you can just spend time with the pets you already have, or donate to local animal shelters. Okay. I think we'll just pet our pet cat. Yes. Because I don't feel like adopting another one right now. (laughs) My news of the week, this is kind of interesting, it came across some of the websites I was reading. I was very surprised. Uh, You guys remember the show Mystery Science Theater 3000? Oh, yeah. Are they getting a new season? They are running a Kickstarter right now. They're trying to fund a new season. And unlike before, when they did a Kickstarter and they had their show on Netflix for two seasons, Netflix eventually said, nope, sorry, we're not going to make any more. What? And they they felt bad about that, or they felt sad, or whatever. Anyway, that's how TV production goes. But this time, so they're, they're running another fundraiser on kickstarter and they're trying to raise money and they're going to do it all themselves so they're going to have their own studio they're going to make a new website called something like the the gizmoplex and you'll just be able to watch their new movies on there if they get x amount of dollars they're going to do three movies if they get x amount of dollars they're going to get all the way up to 12 movies 
So yeah, if, if you are a fan of Mystery Science Theater and want to help them support uh, new movies, yeah, go check it out. Just do a search for Mystery Science Theater Kickstarter and you'll I'm sure it'll come up right away. They've, Sounds cool. Yeah. They've already hit, I think they, as of this morning when I was recording this, they uh, they hit $2.5 million, and I think their goal was at least $2 million. So there probably are going to be at least three new episodes, but they have a whole month to try to get more money so they can do multiple episodes. So, yeah, I wish them all the best, and I'll probably donate a few bucks because I like Mystery Science Theater. It is a cool show. You get to make fun of bad movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so with that out of the way, we'll move on to our main topic today. Today we're going to be talking about the 2018 Warner Brothers animated movie, Teen Titans Go! To the movies! The show is based on the animated television series Teen Titans Go!, which was adapted from the DC superhero team of the same name. The team is made up of Beast Boy, Cyborg, Raven, and Starfire, and is led by Robin of Batman and Robin fame. In the movie, they are looking to find their own arch-nemesis so that they will be taken seriously as a group. The film was a success in the theater. It grossed $52 million on a budget of just $10 million and received critical praise for its zany humor and musical numbers. Alright, so, what did you two think of this movie? I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a fun movie. We, uh, we saw it in the theater back when it came out, of course, and then we bought it here at home. We watched the show a bit before we saw the movie, so we kind of came in expecting a bit. Right. You knew what to expect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not... If you if you know the television show, it's not too different than the television show. It, it's like one long episode. Mm-hmm. But the, it does... What I like about it is it does have a movie feel. I find that the TV episodes are less superhero-ish and more... Here's our goofy little problem of the week, and you know maybe there's a superhero side light, but the show on the TV is more humorous and goofy, and you know they might end up fighting over a sandwich that someone found in the fridge versus actually fighting a supervillain. But I think sh- that was like a plot, actually, or something it, close to that well, might have been a show, plot. It once. could have been, but but yeah, what I like about the movie is that is that they actually do have a nice story to it. What do you think of the humor in it? I didn't really like the humor. It was too many potty jokes. <laughs> yeah, besides all the potty jokes, it was, it was a pretty good movie. If you're not into goofy potty humor kind of things, yeah, this movie might not be for you. <laughs> and believe me, it starts pretty much the moment the movie starts. We have a giant evil balloon who's walking through the city, and you can just bet that as soon as that balloon pops, you know, we were getting all the fart jokes. That's probably not even two minutes into the movie. However, if you can get past that, and I would say try to, because because there is a lot of really funny humor in this movie. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't normally go for something like this, but for some reason this movie really works for me. Uh, and it's probably because of the musical numbers. This I movie, like the Back to the Future reference. Th- there are references to so many movies in this in this movie. This this movie <laughs> is literally based on movies. That's like a reference to movies. Yeah. Utility belt, the movie. Yeah, they have. The uh, I mean, even even to the point of Stan Lee is in the movie as Stan Lee, trying to be in a DC movie. It, it's <laughs> it's very funny. I love that they don't take themselves too seriously, and it's just very irreverent. What I want to ask though, what what do you guys think of all the musical numbers? I like them. Yeah, me too. They're all very interesting in their own different way, like the upbeat inspirational song about life. 
That's one of them. <laughs> yep, yeah, upbeat inspirational song about life. And that's sung by Michael Bolton, a very famous singer from the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I was surprised to see his name come up. I think, you know, if you're not into the potty humor, I think what redeems this movie is all the fun songs with great lyrics. And you can tell they took a lot of time thinking of these because they hit their mark, I think. They're very humorous. They're very funny. They're on point. And they add to the story, really, in in humorous ways. One that sticks out is when they're, to me, is when they're, they're going and altering the timeline and trying to get rid of other superheroes so that they can be the only superheroes. And they're they're kind of standing on that mountain of and they're doing a rap beat and it's just really <laughs> crazy. So the villain, what did you two think of the villain? Slade. Slade. I thought he was cool. I like how they actually like took inspiration because Slade has been the villain of the Teen Titans in multiple different areas. Like in the original Teen Titans show that aired like in the two thousands, I'm pretty sure around that they kept making fun of how he looked like deadpool (laughs) their main villain was slade so okay yeah so you're talking about the earlier rendition of the teen titans where they actually look like teenagers yeah where (laughs) they were much more serious and they actually look like teenagers which is actually something that i want to bring up you can tell the difference between these two shows yeah it's very unique when i can remember when evan when you first started watching the show and it was Teen Titans, and I looked at it and said, what in the heck? This is not Teen <laughs> Titans. These are like six-year-old kids living in an apartment. <laughs> because I, I actually remember the original Teen Titans. I must have seen it a few times because I knew the jingle and all that, and, and I knew what it was about. So, yeah, when I heard that Teen Titans was back and you were watching it, I was really confused. Like, this is not the Teen Titans I know. yeah. That original show was much more serious in, like, its plot and stuff. Right, right, much more serious. This is just very, very irreverent, I would say. Would be. They actually were superheroes instead of fart joke-making people. <laughs> right. So a question for you. Slade was voiced by the actor Will Arnett, who also voiced Lego Batman. I don't, uh. know you, I don't know if you knew that. Did did that bother you at all, or did you even notice? I did I not notice. notice. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it, I mean, they are in alternate universes, so to me it doesn't really matter anyways. Sure, okay. Batman's in a Lego universe, and Robin right now is in an animated, funny, potty <laughs> joke universe, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. I was just wondering. I'm I'm so used to Will Arnett's voice that when he started speaking as Slade, I was thinking, it's Batman. But- <laughs> That's true. That's Batman equals Slade. Oh my Slade. God! Uh, one another thing I like about this movie is that they have, I would say, every DC hero ever in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think every, but a lot of them. A lot of them, yeah. And they make fun of them to great effect. They have Superman. They have Batman. Just all the superheroes are in this. They have the challengers of the unknown. Are those real people? Which, which actually were like basically a cameo because they just were like a team that appeared in the show t- just for like the uh. funny things. Basically what they did is just when they found really weird objects that they don't know what it did, they just tried to figure out what it did. They're the <laughs> challengers of the unknown. Do you two have a favorite of the five-member group? I would say either Robin or Beast Boy. Okay, why? Because they're cool. 
I lo- I want to be Beast Boy, man. His Beast- powers are awesome. If you could turn into any animal, you could be. That would be epic. Now, is he an alien? No, actually, no? his lore is that. Well, I mean, this is his comics lore. What happened to him is that he ha- suffered from a disease when he was young. So his parents, who were like scientists, I'm pretty sure, put like this thing in him that turned him green and let him transform into animals. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering why he's green, so I thought he was an alien. He is not an alien, no. All right, and Robin. I I love the recurring joke about Robin having really small hands. <laughs> that That is like everything. That is always there. Yeah, that's in the TV show too. Yeah, that's. I don't. Is there a reason for that, or is it just it's a running just gag? A, it's just a running gag. There it's is no gag. specific reason. Yeah, it's besides very, him having baby hands. That's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, now how about you? Do you have a favorite character? Or um, that's really hard to choose. <laughs> I guess my favorite star. You relate to Raven Starfire? a lot, Linnea. <laughs> you like Starfire? Yeah. The alien princess with her alien attire. Yeah, that's part of the jingle. Yeah, the the team has their own song that they sing, which is actually to the tune of the original theme song. And sometimes they sing it to their detriment because they get too into singing, and then the bad guy gets away. But but sometimes they actually sing it, and it works. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd have to say my favorite is probably Raven, just because I think, truth be told, I think she's the most powerful of the group. Yeah, Raven yeah. is the most powerful, the most serious. She's just like the most of everything. On the... Yeah, I mean, she her father is a demon who has conquered thousands of worlds before. So it's very funny how they have something that they need to get out of, and she's just portal, and she makes this <laughs> huge portal, and whatever it is just disappears. <laughs> I find that very amusing. Truth be told, I wonder why she doesn't do that all the time. That is actually a running gag in this movie, too, because, like, oh, no, how are we going to get out of this situation? And Raven's just like, portal? Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot we could do that. <laughs> it's like literally making fun of every movie ever. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this movie? I would give it a 7. It is close to the show, which I appreciate. has the same humor. It's not in, like, this whole other different world from the show where everything is serious. It's cool. That's what I like about it. All right. All right. Linnea, how about you? Um, yeah, maybe like a six or a seven. Six or seven? Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna go out of limb and say I'm probably going to give it a, between a seven and 7.5. I normally wouldn't like movies like this because I'm really not into that potty humor, but I, it is very clever. It's very funny. There's lots of references to so many movies and characters and just the irreverency of the movie makes it very funny so so yeah if i if i ever needed something to just be in the background and chill out to and cheer me up and i was oh something goofy this is probably what i'd pick because it's very funny so funny and goofy movie for kids so there we go teen titans go to the movies check it out now it's time for Fortune cookies? Fortune cookies! Wow, fortune cookies! Gasp! All right, we have opened our fortune cookies. Who wants to read theirs first? I'll read mine first. All right, go for it. So mine says, Do not wish to be anything but what you are, and try to be that perfectly. Oh, Hmm. I like that. Finally, we might be back on the good fortune street. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that the main character from Aladdin should have heard this fortune. 
All right, Linnea, how about you? Allow compassion to guide your decisions. Wow, that was read in such a... <laughs> That's a very non-compassionate voice you read that in, Linnea. Voice, yeah. All right, mine says, Act boldly and unseen forces will come to your aid. Unseen forces? That's really <laughs> ominous. That's... Is the military just like going to appear in front of Dad? I feel this is good for our superhero episode. Aliens? Though. Act boldly and unseen forces will come to my aid. I... The challengers of the unknown? Maybe the challengers <laughs> of the unknown are going to appear. Portal! <laughs> All right. Well, thanks to my co-host, Linnea. <laughs> Bye. And Evan. Bye. And thank you, everyone out there, for listening to us every week. We hope you're enjoying the show. As always, feel free to drop us a line on our website, lunchboxreaction.net. You can find us at Twitter at lunchboxreaction. Yeah, tell all your friends. Have them check out the show. We would love to have more listeners. See you next week. Bye. See you next week at the lunch table. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.